0: Hey, hey, welcome to the Building Better Businesses podcast where we talk mindset, marketing, and business building strategies. I'm your host, Shakina Johnson, and this is the podcast for those wanting to start their entrepreneurial journey and create a business and lifestyle they love. You can find detailed show notes on jstarvision.com. The notes include a summary of today's session, along with any links to resources mentioned in the show. And today I have a special treat for you as I am here with Power Coach Alicia. Hey, Alicia, and welcome. How are you today?
1: Hey, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I am doing great today.
0: Oh, thank you for joining us. I'm glad to have you here. Can you tell the audience a little bit about what you do?
1: All right, so I am a direct sales trainer and then I am a life and marriage coach. So I really specialize in helping women step into their personal power, unleash their inner badass, and put themselves first without feeling guilty. And for couples, I'm really focusing on taking that couple who feels like they can't come back from everything that's happened and giving them the tools and the, you know, I guess systems in order that they need to implement in their marriage in order to heal from their past.
0: Perfect. Thank you for that. Um, You know, everybody needs a little bit of that, right? A little inner badass that we all need just to push through certain things and uh, and life and and healing. So thank you for sharing that. Um, Absolutely. And let's start off. You have a pig, right? As a (laughs) (laughs) pig.
1: I I do. We actually have three dogs and a pig. (laughs) Yeah, so my mom calls us the Willy Fam Farm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How did you how did you how did the pig come about i just all right
1: (laughs) so i'm sure you remember like 1995 or 93 or whenever Babe the movie came out, right? It's about the pig. And it's, it's a big farm pig. And I don't know if you've ever read any of the history about that movie, but it took so many pigs to film Babe because they don't stay small fast right? Or for long, I mean. So they had to keep switching out that pig to keep it small for that entire movie. But anyways, so I saw that movie and I fell in love with pigs instantly. And so, like I said, that was like 94 or 95. Well, Fast forward to 2015, I ended up really sick, and the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And, you know, after a crazy almost year of crap that they couldn't figure out, they realized that my female parts were all like basically infected and my body wasn't processing through like that time of the month like it was supposed to. So -hmm. there was like a lot of old stuff left and my organs were starting to mat. And so they had to do a hysterectomy and I've always wanted four children and we were actually working on having another baby. And so it was just so detrimental to me. And I was doing my best to get my husband to adopt two little girls that were sisters, and he just was not having it. And so I ended up doing a post on Facebook saying how much I want a pig and how much I've always wanted a pig. And somebody popped up and said, oh, I can get you a pig. I was like, yeah, but how much is that going to cost me? And she goes, oh, they're normally $1,000, but I can get it for you for free. And at the time, I lived in Florida and she was in Pennsylvania, which is funny because that's where you are, right? Right, right. And um, so, and it was like fall time and leaves don't change in Florida. So we planned this like last minute impromptu leaves changing trip to go get this pig. But I did have to promise one thing and that was that I was not going to adopt any girls. So uh, my pig is a girl and she is everything. And my husband agreed to her because I said I wouldn't adopt any children. So that was, <laughs> you know, a while ago now and I got a pig. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: is too funny. What's, yeah. what's What's her name?
1: Her name's Lula.
0: Lula. Absolutely love it.
1: And I actually named her Lula the Pissed Off Pig because she's <laughs> grumpy, she's pissed off about everything, she's always complaining, nothing makes her happy. It's literally as if I was to have a little girl, it's this pig.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. Sorry for the sidebar, guys. I just, I just had to. <laughs> Absolutely had to.
1: I'm sure they'll love it. And if you have any pig questions, because there's plenty of people who want to have pigs, feel free to shoot me a message. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's so good. <laughs> um, so let's circle back. How long have you been in business?
1: So I've been in business for eight years as a coach. And then previous to that, I was in the direct sales industry for five years.
0: Awesome. And, and during that time, I'm, I'm sure you have seen uh, your, your struggles as a business
1: owner. So, Oh my uh, gosh, yes.
0: <laughs> can you share with us uh, a struggle or two that you have overcome during that time? Or currently um, going
1: through yeah so I have like this current attachment issue that I'm constantly working through so in 2014 I built my business from about $2,000 a month to over $70,000 a month 2014 went on to be one of my best years in history as a coach it was like a half a million dollar year and then 2015 dipped just a little bit, then 16 dipped, then 17 dipped. But one of the things that I was unfair with myself on was believing that because when I first launched my company, I did it as an edited version of myself, which is where we get the unapologetically authentic portion of what I'm really pushing in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, I did it as an edited version of myself because I felt like if I didn't swear, if I wasn't in your face, basically, if I wasn't me. I knew I could make enough money as a coach to pay my bills for my family because I was the breadwinner, so for the first uh four years ish in business, I was that version of myself. but I found that one day I woke up and I was miserable. I had all of this money, I could be do have anything I want, I could go anywhere, I could you know drive my dream b m w and none of it mattered. I was just sad at the time i didn 't know why I was sad; I was just crying, and my mom thought I was pregnant because. She's like you never cry, you know, but I just wasn't happy. Well, hindsight is that I wasn't happy because I had gotten all this success by being an edited version of myself and it just didn't feel good. So I moved forward from that moment and I made the decision that I was going to show up as myself no matter what and I didn't care what people thought. You know, but the problem was two of my biggest clientels was 31 gifts which is a derivative uh, or is um created based off of Proverbs 31 in the Bible. And then Mary Kay, they're like, you know, God first. So it was a really big slap in the face because I lost a lot of clients because I showed up as me. And so I think since that time, so that's been about four years now, I've gone back and forth with this battle of if I show up as myself, I'm not going to make as much money. And I've never gotten back to that point in sales ever again. And I think maybe in the last three or four months, I've realized that me getting back to those cells was a block of believing that in order to make that kind of money, I had to be that version of myself. And so now I am really focused on showing up more and showing up in the same ways I was before, but as that unapologetically unapologetic version of myself. And so I don't know. Just putting myself out there and being me, and it feels good, and staying consistent. And so, for I know that was long, but that has been my four years of personal battle. Of if I show up this way, I know I'll kill it. But if I show up as me, I probably won't.
0: Now, see, you you've raised a lot of good issues in in that because um, there's so many things that you can, we can touch on here, right? Um, Part of it is just being you. So there's like a a belief boundary, right? That if Mm -hmm. I wasn't this way, I couldn't excel to where I want to be, right? Right. Um, And it it goes into the many faces that we wear during the day Um, the face that we wear when we're working on a job or at somebody else's job, or the face that we wear when we're in front of clients, (laughs) or the face that we wear when we're with our family and friends. You know, there's so many faces that we wear. And you're basically saying, I needed to be me in order for me to feel better in my life, right?
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And and I think that's important because when we, uh, well, as new entrepreneurs, um, there is that battle of who am I supposed to be, especially if you're transitioning from being an employee to an employer or just a CEO of your own company. It's difficult, right?
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: And so I want to talk a little bit about how being you has changed your outlook. In life, like you, you say that, um, you know, being consistent, being just showing up as you, has made a difference. Although it's been a bit of a struggle, right? And it's still something that you're you're currently going through. So,
1: absolutely. Um,
0: how have you ma- have been managing that? Like, how are you feeling about it now? Are you in a better situation, better feeling for it?
1: So, in the last ninety days, um, one of the changes that I made was I knew I what I what my purpose is on this earth. Since I was 10 years old, I've known that my purpose is to be a life coach. I've, I've known it for 10 or since I was 10 and I'm 35 now, so 25 years. And mm-hmm. I never took that action. Anytime I started down the road of building my life coaching division or being that transformational speaker... Someone or something always took me back to just, quote unquote, being a direct sales trainer and coach. And it was never my destination. It was always my vehicle. So a few months ago, I was like, this is it. I am launching my life coaching division. I am going to life coach people. That is what fills me up. I am going to be speaking on this. My lives are going to be around this. And I'm just going to do it and in the last three months, I can tell you that so much has happened. I guess it's probably been more than three months now, but so much has happened to try and kick me off that path and show me that it's not the right path and that, see, you shouldn't be doing that because of this, but I have stayed the course and I have fought it and I have fought for myself really. And I go live every day, four days a week, because I only work four days a week. And mm-hmm. every morning it's life coaching. And it's usually right after I get out of bed and my hair is up, and I'm in my <laughs> workout clothes and I just deliver the most pure badass power you've ever gotten in your life. Every single day that I am live, mm-hmm. I deliver that way. And it lights me up. It feels so good because when I hit end on that live, I know I left it all out on the field. I know I didn't edit myself. And yeah, that live isn't me selling, right? It's me changing lives. So mm-hmm. as sometimes I think people attach that happiness and that power and that fulfillment to the money that they make on the other end. But I've learned to attach it to being able to show up as me. And so every day I'm lit up in what I'm doing. And now when I make the money, I'm definitely grateful for the money that I'm making. I just am not attached to that. I'm just attached to holy shit, you killed it. Oh my God, that was amazing. Like, I love that. You know, those are the conversations I'm having with myself and it feels so freaking good. So good.
0: Yeah, I can imagine, right? That energy that you feel when you're done. Like, it's kind of like you patting yourself on the back or having a dance-off party saying, you know, you did good, right? Like, you were 100% there. You did your thing. You showed up. And you rocked it, and that's important <laughs> that's totally important um, so yeah, so your your attachment though, was mostly about um, that I guess that pre- that face that you had before, right because like you said, your Mary Kay clients and then the other business <clears throat> that you had um, just wasn't you a hundred percent, right it was yeah. you kind of. Putting this face mask on and just going out into the world uh, before these particular clients. It's almost
1: like I think a good analogy is that girlfriend that you've had for years, right? And Mm -hmm. used to get along so well and be so connected, and you were driving, and then one day you're like, oh my God, I cannot stand this (laughs) chick. She's making me crazy. We're not on the same levels. We don't think the same. We're not going the same places in life, you know? And so you start thinking, I got to drop her. I got to let her go and, you know, create a new circle of friends. And so you do, right? You go, okay, I'm going to drop her. We're not going to be friends anymore. And then you start, you know, building new friendships. But then okay. as you build these new friendships, you start to realize what you actually valued in that friendship with that girlfriend that you didn't want to be friends with anymore. Mm-hmm. And so oh. then you go back and you create a different friendship with her, a different So how do you
0: start building that friendship? Uh, you're with this girlfriend that you you realize I can't stand her, but no. you're you're trying to move on from that. So how do you how do you make that disconnect? Start that. So disconnect?
1: in transitioning back to business talk, because I want to explain that in my example, that girlfriend that I'm like, you know what, I'm done with you is was my direct sales division. Mm-hmm. I was literally just going to let it go. And then launched the life division and who stays and who didn't, didn't. And I didn't give a shit that I had all of these programs and members and all of this stuff over here in the direct sales world. And, you know, the literal way that I made the change was first and foremost, I had to free time up in my schedule because I was spending so much time in the direct sales division or with that girlfriend that was not fulfilling me that I realized that I had to free up some of the time that I was spending there for what I truly wanted to do. And so after I decided, okay, I'm not going to be doing these, this live or this live or this live, or, you know, this many new courses and trainings and programs. And instead I'm going to spend time over here. So one of the things that I did was create the page, right. And it had already been created from a few years ago, but I didn't, I hadn't done anything on it in two years. So then I decided, okay, I'm going to do a daily live. And so then I just started going live daily. And starting a watch party on my personal profile, but I still started that watch party in my direct sales communities. Mm -hmm. And unilaterally I had, I started a new Facebook group. So I started the watch party in there. And so I was still crossing over into the direct sales world because obviously they need life coaching too. But I just made the decision that within 30 minutes of getting up, I was going to go live every day that I work, which is like I said, Monday through Thursday. And I've had to really work on not blending the two and going, well, I could just life coach in my direct sales community. That's fine. I don't need to have two different divisions. Truly though, I do. And I want to keep it that way. So I fight for that. But then in this journey, I've realized you don't have to let go of the direct sales division. You just have to show up in a different way, a way that connects with you. But if I hadn't taken this step to say, Mm -hmm. I'm done, I'm moving on, I'm not doing it. Then I would, have, I, I would have ended up just throwing my hands up and just saying, I'm not going to do this anymore.
0: No, oh, that's like fantastic that you were able to, or you're still currently transitioning from that. Like you're showing up, you're being present, you're getting in front of your audience, right? It's, yeah. it's you have to do that. So now
1: I'm doing both. Yeah. And I love it. And it feels <laughs> good. And I feel yeah. connected. And it worked. But I think it stemmed from, me not giving up on what i knew and what i know i'm born to do and you know where my heart is and what i love to do and what fulfills me.
0: And i find that um you know a lot of people start businesses just for that the sake of starting one but not truly understanding that they have a purpose and passion to fill as well something yes. that fulfills them and so they they start like the the multi-level marketing, you know, uh, businesses or something that they're not truly interested in and it shows in their sales that you know, you're not passionate about this, so why are you doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times when you're in that type of situation, you are numbers focused, right? Um, but when you truly show up as you are and, you know, you're ready to give your all to people in a, in a service capacity, you find out that you're building relationships better, you know? Um, people respond to you and they they buy, they buy from you, right? The no like, and trust factor, right? Absolutely. Uh, So yeah, just (laughs) being you is, is, is important. Um, and just showing up in your own business and day-to-day life. So, um, well, that's awesome. Thank you for, you know, sharing that and your journey and your struggles through that. You know, it's, it's, I'm pretty sure a few of our audience members can attest to that. So, um,
1: so you're very welcome. (laughs)
0: Like during all of that, right. How do you stay like, focused and motivated in what you're trying to accomplish now?
1: You know, for me, I've never had a really big problem with motivation because I am a do-or-die person. If I'm not taking this action, we're not, you know, we can't pay our bills. So (laughs) I never have to... I guess, motivate myself. Yes, some days are, you know, I don't really feel like working, but I still do, right? Sometimes I don't feel excited or motivated, but I'm still taking the action, right? Mm -hmm. So- It's a hard question for me to answer because that's already always there. But I guess really what you're asking is, how did you not retreat or revert back? How did you not just say, okay, the money's going down. You're not sure how you're going to pay your bills. See when you decided to focus on life coaching, the other 17 times you did it. This happened every time. So you have to go back. And I call that your ego bitch, right? She just sits Mm -hmm. there talking all this shit, telling you how you can't (laughs) do this. And You are going to fail. And I told you not to do this. And I told you this would happen. How Mm -hmm. are you going to pay your mortgage? How are you going to put food on the table? And I knew that if I was to succeed, I had to keep taking action towards my goals and towards my dream and what I truly want to do day in and day out. Mm -hmm. And now most days I don't even hear her, right? She doesn't really talk a lot. Sometimes she'll pipe up and then it's really just shut up. And then it's another action, you know, but because (laughs) I go live every day, um, for my unapologetically you division, then that already is taking action to shut up that ego part of me. Right. Because mm-hmm. I'm doing that. I don't want to retreat because I'm getting that power every day. I'm like, well, let's do this. Yes. I <laughs> love that. That was amazing. And then you've got people sending me messages and, you know, company, commenting and telling me how amazing I am. And so I choose those as synchronistic events. Mm -hmm. I choose to believe that those comments and messages are my angels telling me that I'm on the right path and to keep going and to keep fighting. And sometimes I think we miss that. We miss those messages. We miss Mm -hmm. those synchronistic events that are telling us that we're on the right path. And we see the other shit, like the money changing and going backwards and clients leaving and canceling and cards declining and going, see, I told you I shouldn't have done this. Mm -hmm. But wait a second. What about that other part? There's always cause and effect. So if you believe that the money going down and all of that is the reason why you shouldn't do it, what about the reasons why you should?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Life will test you. (laughs) Right. It will test you through your ups, your downs, your struggles, um, just to see if you're really serious about this. So no matter how many times you feel like you've been knocked down, you have to keep moving forward um, if this is something that you really want to do. And life will sit there on your shoulder and talk a whole lot of stuff. for sure, and and mm-hmm. see if you're actually truly ready for what's about to come to you, um, because on the other side of that, right, uh, fear, and well, you're showing up consistently, so it, that kind of negates it, right, because you may hear, you know, something or life talking or whispering in your ear, but you also have the action of just showing up and being present in your business and just saying, screw this, I'm doing it anyway, so, you yeah.
1: know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm already here. I gotta keep going. You gotta keep then, going. I think part of it also was that transition. I kept asking myself, how are you gonna transition from lives Monday through Thursday, every single morning, talking and giving this power and changing people's lives? How are you gonna transition from that to actually making money from this? Like what does that look like? And so I decided that one of my best programs and the thing that I'm the best at is helping people get their shift together. That's what I call it, getting your shift together. So I'm Mm -hmm. running this workshop called Get Your Shift Together. And I'm so excited for the workshop because I love all the topics. I love what it's all about. And I'm like, this is going to be so awesome. And I know that with that power that I deliver in the actual workshop that – you know, asking for that sell is going to be that much easier because I have been spending so much time just pouring into everyone, Mm -hmm. even with my daily lives and with this workshop, that now I'm going to be paid like in Mm -hmm. dividends, right? For that effort.
0: Mm -hmm. So like, how do you, if you're going live every day, I want to, I want to circle back to that for a moment. Um, and just showing up in your business, how do you feel like you have enough, uh, content or like messages to put out there in the world because I know like for some people who go live maybe once a week or have their own Facebook groups or whatever and just doing something similar um some people feel like they just don't have enough content (laughs) to share or they just don't have that much to say how do you manage to share so much on a daily basis
1: right so that's always the biggest question like oh my god how do you know what to come up with so this week I talked about. Um, well today I talked about subconscious or automatic subconscious programming, which I kind of made up that phrasing, but subconscious programming, I didn't, but I wanted to talk about it being automatic. Well, that came from a conversation I had with my husband about our friends and things that they were doing in their marriage. And then when you ask them, is this the reason why you did it? They say no. And then you keep digging and they go, well, it actually has to be. Because if you ask them and they say, I don't know why I did it, but if you ask, okay, was this the reason? And they say, I don't know, well, that was actually the reason why you did it. And we found that. And then we went to my husband and he was talking about how, oh my God, that makes so much sense because you know I'm not meaning to be a jerk and I feel like everything's fine, everything's okay, but I'm actually taking action. That is, I'm pissed off at you, I'm irritated with you, and so we got talking about it and Um, it became a whole conversation about subconscious programming. You're like, the things we do every day is actually training our subconscious to make decisions that we don't even realize we're making. I was like, oh, I'm going to make that be a topic for Power Up with Power Coach Alicia. And so um, we kept talking and then all of a sudden here was another topic. So um, I I got pissed off because people will be posting all over Facebook and they're Saying how the stores are out of all of this stuff, and then you have all these comments of people going, "What do you need? I've got milk. I've got eggs. I got toilet paper. I'll bring it over." Da da da. And then the person's like, "Oh no, 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 no." So it pissed me off, and so I did a whole, you know, conversation about don't do these stupid ass posts if you're not going to take people's help, right? So I bitched <laughs> right. out all my people <laughs> about doing these stupid posts and not taking the help. And then you know I'm going to do another one. So tomorrow is going to be about. Where is your focus going, so you think oh there 's no toilet paper there's no water there's no this like ha you know hamburger meat da, 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 da. and it's like actually there 's toilet paper there's water there 's hamburger meat, there's chicken there's everything you need everywhere. The question is, are you willing to ask for that help right? Hey, do you have an extra pound of hamburger meat, and so that 's going to be a conversation sometimes it's you know things i 'm life coaching people on because I have some people in my elite life coaching program or It's what my 14 year old says or does or how he acts and how he gives me inspiration for something. So I just take everything that I'm seeing, doing, going through, or what I, you know, somebody else that I'm helping them through and those become topics.
0: Okay. Sounds like you're just um, like reflecting uh, of the things that you've gone through that day or whenever, but you've taken note of some of those things. Like if again, in the, in the, situation you said before about just being angry right yeah and responding to that like don't don't do that and you had you had a whole conversation about it right you're you're talking to your audience like don't 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 ask for help if you're not willing to accept it And And
1: then did like a whole process of, so see, when you do this, this is what you're doing to the other person. Mm -hmm. See how this is actually affecting your friendships. You're actually creating disconnection because they want to help you and be connected, but you're saying no and you're shutting them down. And then you wake up one day and you wonder, why are so-and-so and I not as close as we used to be? Well, that's because over all these years, you've taken action to disconnect yourself from them, but you didn't even realize that's what you were doing. So they end up being a teaching point always. Always, always, always a teaching Mm -hmm. point. And then Mm -hmm. I tell them how they can, you know, fix that in the future and what to do next sort of thing.
0: Great. Thank you for that. Um, So we've we've covered quite a lot in a short period of time here. (laughs) Um, We've talked about, you know, being you in your business, um, transitioning from, if you will, like from your old face to your new face, right? Or uh, something similar. We talked about just being present and just showing up as yourself and how to come up with content on a regular basis just to, um, if you're doing Facebook lives or just video or whatever, but um, just an ever going resource of where you can find content. So thank you for that. Um, Do you have any advice for those just starting out in their business?
1: Hmm. When I first started out in business and how I truly went from $2,000 a month to $76,000 a month in sales was this. One, I knew I didn't know near what I needed to know to be successful. So I took my last $800, I believe it was, to hire my marketing coach and that, once I hired him and his wife, I did every single thing they told me to do because I was like a fish out of water. I knew nothing. So everything they told me to do, I did. And that is why I was so successful. I didn't go in and I didn't pick and choose and we kept it extremely, extremely simple. Our whole goal was to get three new members a day into my membership community. That was our only goal. Mm -hmm. And so every action that we took was to build up that community. So the reason why I wanna t- the reason why i 'm telling you this is because what ended up happening to me because I stopped following that advice, first and foremost, choose one thing, focus on it with gazelle intensity. if you don 't know how the hell to do it, hire somebody who could teach you how to do it, and do every single thing they tell you to do. Anthony Robbins says repetition is the mother of skill so here 's where I went wrong. Once I had you know, been with these coaches for about four years. I felt like I had outgrown them, which I had. I was right in that instance. So I stopped working with them. But now I had all of this new knowledge that it was like, I got this now. I have all this new knowledge. But instead of staying the course of one focus, keep it simple, my company blew up. I went from just focusing on memberships to I now currently for my direct sales clients have over 100 different products that they can buy. Like when I say products, they're all trainings. Plus, I have my academy for them. It's a shit ton of stuff. And it was so much. So my business went from simple and focused to crazy. So my advice to you is keep it simple. If it's something you don't want to do, don't do it. If it doesn't feel good, don't do it, right? Focus on the simple activities that get the most results that fill you up to the highest of levels. And if you don't know how to do that yourself, find a coach that that's what they specialize in, right? Simpli- simplistic but powerful right simplistic but major results because the more complicated it gets with funnels and all this and that and blah, 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 all the things it takes away all of that connection and all of that fulfillment and all of that passion and it leaves you exhausted in the end of it and that's where i'm at today is going okay i'm done with all the craziness What do I want this to look like and be connected and grow day to day? And this just is going to be what I do for the like duration, right? So that's my advice. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for that.
0: Um, Well, you heard it here (laughs) from Alicia. Thank you for sharing that information. Um, Where can people find you?
1: Um, I would say powercoachalicia.com. I think that's the best place to start. I'm sure that'll be in the show notes because I spell my name A-L-I-S-H-I-A. So A-L-I-S-H-I-A. That's powercoachalicia.com. On the home screen, you're going to see a lot of my most popular power up with Power Coach Alicia videos. That's going to give you an idea of how i am you know how i rock and if you want to join me for the daily power up you should absolutely do that right and if i don't connect with you i definitely recommend that you find somebody that you do connect with and that can give you that fire every day to live the life you love and build your profit-filled empire
0: okay perfect thank you and we'll definitely include that in the show notes so thank you again for that you're welcome (laughs) so folks thank you if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe and leave a comment with your thoughts and we'll see you next time (laughs) Ha ha ha.